I understand that there may have been people who came into your life, they used you, they betrayed you, and they left. But that's not to be compared with the great people God will connect you with that will take your life to another level. I know you may have lost many things. You may have lost valuable things to you, but it's not to be compared with the greater blessings, the greater things that God is going to bring your way if you can just trust in Him and choose to seek His faith purposely choose to live a life full of your God-given purpose. Living on full means you accomplish everything God has destined for you to fulfill. Join us as we discuss everything concerning finding, understanding, and walking in your God-given purpose. On September 1st, 2019, a horrific and tragic storm hit the Bahamas. Hurricane Dorian until this day, the effects that this storm has had on that island are still irreparable. Many people died, lost their lives during that storm. A year from the storm, people, hundreds of people were still missing. Families didn't know where their loved ones were. Homes were destroyed, moved from places to other places. Even the airport, the Grand Bahama Airport, was underwater. And even though this storm was so tragic, but we can still see how God was moving in the midst of that storm. One of the things that we always talk about on the show is no matter what's going on in your life, no matter how bad it may be, that if you trust God, you'll be able to see how he can use the bad for your good and turn it into your benefit. And today we have the privilege and honor of having a man of God who was on the island at the time of the storm. And he's here today to show us and tell us how God used this storm to propel his life forward. Pastor Kit, how are you doing, sir? Oh, well, I am blessed and highly favored. Amen. Amen. And first off, let me say uh, thank you for having me as a host, a guest on your show. We praise God. It's, it's an honor and privilege. Thank you, sir. Amen. Please tell us what happened to you in your family on the day of the storm. So on the day of the storm, it happened so fast because it happened like a regular day. Mm -hmm. The sun was out. The cloud was out. Mm -hmm. Up until 11 a.m., that's mm. when everything shifted. Everything changed, and the storm, it happened so fast where the clouds turned dark. The wind picked up, and it just started raining out of nowhere. And mm. what happened was... Before it hit the island, it was like a Category 3, Category 4. Mm -hmm. When it actually happened, it was straight up a Category 5. Category 5. Yes. And many people didn't even think it would be that that bad because, you know, you hear about hurricanes all the time and you don't think that this would be the hurricane that would really destroy the island. Yes, because even though they was warning us that the hurricane was coming, mm -hmm. because every time we look at the news, it would, like, drop to a 3, to mm. a 2. So the people thought that, you know what? Maybe this is my, this might just be a flute, mm. you know. And the day when it happened, it happened so fast that there there were a lot of people that didn't bother to go to shelter because everyone mm. thought oh, this wouldn't happen for real. And then that ended up being the the hurricane oh. to change so much. Oh, that's 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 by far I think the worst hurricane that the Bahamas have faced today. What happened to your home? Well, my home, um, where I lived, uh, one thing I always do every morning before I go to work, mm -hmm. I always anoint the house. And I had left some documents in the house. I took my passport, of course. And when I 
went to where the house was. Two, this is two days later after the storm. And I went to go check on the house. And when I reached, I only found the foundation of the house. Wow. And when I looked around, the hurricane actually picked up the house and shifted somewhere else. Thank God you didn't stay there. Oh, thank God. Because I was actually planning on staying. But, you know, I didn't want to be by myself because mm-hmm. at the time my wife was in America mm. with my oldest son. Mm. And she was about to give birth to my second son. Mm. So I was home alone and I decided to go over at my art house. Mm-hmm. There was something that you told me that was so powerful to me. There was a Bible that you yes. had in the so house. When I went inside of the house mm-hmm. and I reached inside, I opened the door and I looked around like, you know, stuff was all over the place. Uh, the fridge, uh, sofas, uh, you know, all sorts of stuff. Right. And there was a table that I left my Bible on. Mm-hmm. And I left the Bible open on Psalms 51. I have two Bibles in the house, one normally on Psalm 51, Psalms 1, or Psalms 91. Mm-hmm. But I left the Bible on Psalms 51. And it was on a small table. And when I opened the door to the house and I walked in, I literally found the Bible wow. on the table open on Psalms 51. Now, we're talking about a whole house that shifted, shifted. from one place to Turn another, around. but yet the Bible remained the untouched. The Bible remained untouched. And that day, mm-hmm. this is what the revelation I received. Right. As long as you were standing on the word of God, Amen. it don't matter what storm of life you face, Amen. it cannot shake you, it cannot break you. Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. So what, after that point, moving forward, uh-huh. how did you feel in that moment? I mean, everything is devastated and your wife is not here. At that moment, honestly, it was an experience where, you know how our slogan is, DM, you cannot, it cannot be explained on the experience. Right. It was one of those moments that couldn't be explained, but mm-hmm. only experienced. You would have to be on the island to really witness this. How did you feel in your heart? Okay, so in my heart, I felt devastated. Okay. Because this was the island I was born on. I was raised. I grew up there. I wanted to raise my family, start a business. I was about to buy a house uh, three months after the hurricane, wow. not knowing that the hurricane would happen. And so... When I, when I saw the condition of the island, I was heartbroken. Yeah. I was heartbroken, but I understood something. See, sometimes we get so comfortable in a certain area in our lives or a certain stage of life. And because we know the ins and outs of that stage, so we don't want to move forward. Mm. But God called us to be greater, and God mm. called us to always you know moving. Mm. And so... At that moment, I had a decision to make mm-hmm. because sometimes God warned us about some stuff. Mm-hmm. And because we don't want to move, mm-hmm. he have to force us to move. Mm. So you felt like, what did you feel like God was trying to tell you to do? Well, God, God, I know, I know that was the call of my life. Right. Numerous people told me this all of the time. Mm-hmm. But I think I was kind of too laid back. Mm. And so... After the storm, I told God, yes. Yes to what exactly? Yes to your will. Whatever comes with who I'm called to be, so be it. But okay. I, I'll say yes. So now you started taking things more serious. So I, what was the next step that happened after that storm? Well, the next step that happened after that storm, I just really wanted to get off the island right. to be with my family. Of course. Because at this point, I haven't seen them for over a month. And because of the communication with the telephone, 
I wasn't able to contact my wife. So she was worried. She was pregnant nine months, like the final stage, final weeks. Wow. And she, she didn't know if I was alive or if I was dead. So I could only imagine how she felt at that moment. And when you got here to the U.S., how did your life change? When I came to the U.S., um, God had it orchestrated where there was some, someone I didn't even know. This was the first time I spoke to the person. And he came to meet me, and he gave me an envelope uh, full of cash. I'm like, this was, this was the hand of God from, from then, for me. A person you don't even know, don't give even you a know. load of cash. He, he got my number from somebody who wow. I was connected to. Wow. And he, um, you know, asked me for my location. I gave him my location, and he came and he gave me an envelope full of money. Wow. Yeah. So we can see right there that in a devastating situation, um, when God is telling you to move or when something happened, he's always going to send provision. God always makes provision. Always. Always. And you were taken care of by someone you didn't even expect it from. And sometimes when we are most vulnerable, mm -hmm. that's when God show off the most. Ooh. Because at this point, you don't have nothing really to fall back on. Exactly. But that's when God show you, hey, I care for you. Amen. You know, and it reminds me of uh, Moses and the Israelites. Mm -hmm. And God saw the state that they were in, and God sent Moses. Mm -hmm. So God is always going to send you a Moses hey. to get you out of Egypt. Hey. <laughs> now, we're not saying Bahamas was Egypt for everybody, no, no, but just wasn't. for you because God wanted to move you out of there. So... He had his way of orchestrating his plan and then sending someone to help you. Yes. And yes. make sure you're taken care of. Yes. And I understood that my promised land was not the Bahamas. Not that the Bahamas wow. was too small for me. Right. But it was who I was supposed to connect to. Amen. To help me to walk in who I'm called to be. Glory. Who And who is that person that you felt And that then? person is our, my senior pastor, Apostle Jane Dedone. <laughs> Demonstration ministry. Papa Apostle, if you're watching this, shout outs to you <laughs> and Prophetess Mama Sheila. <laughs> here's, the, here's the funny thing about this. Yes. Two years prior to the storm, uh -huh. I had met Apostle. You did? I did. How did you meet him? Um, when my wife was pregnant with our oldest son. And it was the same week he was due. So Apostle and Pastor Bernard went out evangelizing. Mm -hmm. And when we came out of the store, Pastor Bernard approached us. Mm -hmm. And he was like, hey, can I... Um, you know, pray with you guys. And we was like, yeah, I wanted to invite you guys to church. And we was like, yeah, but we don't live here. He's like, okay, but let me pray with you guys. Mm -hmm. So he prayed, and he said some stuff that I heard all my life, wow. and he didn't know me. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, okay. And the crazy thing was when Apostle came to pick him up. Apostle came to pick him up, and Apostle said the exact same things that he was telling me. Wow. And I'm like, this is crazy. So it was on a Wednesday. We came to church that Friday. And Apostle, after he finished preach, he called me up. He ministered to me, and he gave me an assignment. Um, mm. He told me to go on the fast for seven days. And after the seven days fast, my life would change. Wow. And I promise you, my life did change. And that was before the storm that happened? That was two years before the storm happened. And so now after the storm, when you came here, now you got a chance to reconnect with the ministry. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And what do you feel God did with your life by connecting you to the ministry? Well, um, one of the things God did for me was I knew I was called, mm -hmm. but I always run away from it. Mm -hmm. And because I know that running was no longer an option for me. Mm -hmm. So when I got to the ministry, I, I had no desire to run away. I actually wanted to 
grow Amen. and you know fulfill my part Amen. in this life. So God basically used this storm. It's a tragic, horrible storm, but He used it to put you on purpose. God and used, to fill, fulfill your calling. God used the storm to put me in purpose. One of the verses that I love that's dear to my heart. Amen. Romans eight twenty eight. It say all things work together for good to them that love the Lord, to them Amen. who are called according to His purpose. Amen. So certain things that I face in life. I always fall back on the scripture Amen. and it reminds me that, hey, this is working for your good. You might don't see the full picture now, but yes. this is a piece to the puzzle that's going to direct you to where you need to go and Amen. see what you need to see. Amen. Amen. Yes. Pastor Kit, uh -huh. thank you so much for sharing your story with us. It was definitely edifying. And, and I know whoever is listening and watching, they're going to see how no matter what can happen in their life, mm -hmm. that God will use the most horrible and tragic things to put you on the path mm -hmm. to purpose. Because if it wasn't for that storm, do you think you'd be Pastor Kit today? If it wasn't for the storm, honestly, no. Wow. I wouldn't be. I would still be in church. I know there's a call on my life, and I would still be probably running away. And, you know, like I said, everything works out for the better. Mm -hmm. No matter the condition, even if it looks like things are going downhill. Amen. Everything works for the better because now you give God room. Amen. To work freely. Amen. Because sometimes we want to help God. What he's doing. He's God. He don't need your help. He just needs you to be obedient. And one of the sayings that I go by is this. Obedience is our portion. Mm -hmm. The outcome is God's portion. Amen. Don't try to play God's part. Just focus on your part. Do what you got to do. Do what you have to do. Play your part. Play your role. Oh, powerful. Pastor Kit, <laughs> please share some last final words with us. So if I have anything to share with anyone, please don't look at the storm of life and give up. Amen. I'm telling you, sometimes to find out your strength, you have to go through it. You have to go through the storm so you can understand who you are. Mm -hmm. Because the storm teaches you things you wouldn't know if you didn't go to the storm. There are some life lessons that you learn when you are down. When you are up, you would never learn it. Mm. So despite what, you, what it is that you're facing today, please, I am a living testimony. Amen. I am a living testimony. I'm not just saying this, but... Trust me, you will get through it. And when you look back at this moment, this is what God is going to use for you to connect with people. Because sometimes you have to experience what people are experiencing so you could help them. Because if you never walk in my shoe, there's no way you could help me. You can't relate to me. Amen? Amen. Powerful. <laughs> Powerful. Word of encouragement for today is from Romans 8, verse 18. And it says... I consider that our present sufferings are not worth comparing with the glory that will be revealed in us. Whew, I don't know about you, but that verse in itself is extremely encouraging. It's all that I need and all that you would need to propel and keep looking forward, to keep your eyes fixated on the journey and the path that's ahead of you. Because what you are going through is not to be compared with the glory of God that is going to be revealed in your life. The tears you are crying, the pain that you feel, the heartache that you go, you're going through, it is not to be compared with the blessings that you're going to get, with the good people who are going to come into your life. I understand that there may have been people who came into your life, they used you, they betrayed you, and they left, but that's not to be compared with the great people God will connect you with, that will take your life to another level. I know you may have lost many 
many things. You may have lost valuable things to you, but it's not to be compared with the greater blessings, the greater things that God is going to bring your way. If you can just trust in him and choose to seek his face, God is, is here to prosper us all. It's the Bible says that the same way that we wouldn't give our child something that is not good. The Bible says that God, he himself, if we're asking him for bread, he would not turn around and give us something that's not going to be in our benefit. So understand that, yes, the problem is hard. The situation is tough. It seems like it's battles after battles, heartache after heartache. You get out of one thing and, you're, and it feels like you're jumping into another. But no, God has a plan. God has a master plan and no matter how difficult it may seem, no matter how hard it may be right now, it is not to be compared with the glory, the blessings that are getting ready to come your way. Trust in God today. Put your faith in him and I pray that God will open up your eyes, enlighten you so that you will be able to see his hand in what you are going through. No matter what the problem is, choose to say, Lord, please help me to see your hand in my problem. Because many times when we start praying against our, our, our situation, we start asking God for a way out. We're asking him to, to do something new, not understanding that what we are going through is, is part of his plan. He strategically allowed it to happen because that's the work of his hand. So investigate the hand of God in your situation. Investigate the hand of God in your pain. Investigate the hand of God in whatever it is that you're facing right now. And you will see that in the future, glory and blessings are gonna come. Thank you for watching here with us today. If you would like to follow Pastor Kit with more of his content and, and just connect with the man of God, you can check him out on YouTube at Pastor Kitlet Henry. Thank you for watching, y'all. It's your girl, Flo. Until next time, peace.